Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 162 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the new coaching hires around the NBA. There have been Four teams that have hired a new head coach so far. Those teams include the Boston Celtics, the Portland Trailblazers, the Indiana Pacers, and the Dallas Mavericks. And I want to start by talking about the two teams that hired first-time head coaches, and that includes the Boston Celtics and the Portland Trailblazers. First, with the Celtics, that's my team, and they hired Aime Udoka, who's been an assistant for the Spurs, the Sixers, and the Nets last season. I have no idea if Aime Udoka is going to be the right head coach for the Boston Celtics, but this seems like it would be a very good job for a young coach to take over. I mean, they have two star players under the age of 25 with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. It seems like the ideal spot for a first-time head coach. The problem is the role players around those two players. You can't go into next season with Grant Williams, Semi Ojale, and a bunch of other guys like Carson Edwards. They need to make this bench a lot better. And what I would do is I would put Marcus Smart on the bench. I would acquire a pass-first point guard. And coming off the bench, I would also have Evan Fournier and Al Horford. Robert Williams should be your starting center next season. To have those free guys come off the bench, you would know what you would be getting. Those free guys are consistent. Fournier would give you scoring. Al Horford can still be a reliable big man in the NBA. And with Marcus Smart, he would be your best passer coming off the bench. I really like that idea because last year, there were too many questions of what you were going to get night in and night out off of that bench. And you would still have Payne Pritchard and you would still have Aaron Neesmith. Those are the five guys that should be coming off the Boston Celtics bench next season. Goodbye, Tristan Thompson. Goodbye, Semi Ojale. Goodbye, Grant Williams. Goodbye, Carson Edwards. They need a more consistent bench night in and night out. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are not the problems for the Celtics. The problem for the Celtics were their depth. Now they have some. You also have Moses Brown. I mean, you could have a way better bench. I have high hopes for what the Celtics can be next season. And you should have some faith in who the Celtics have hired as head coach recently. I mean, they brought in Doc Rivers at a time where he was not a great great candidate for a job. He was coming off a bad job in Orlando. Yeah, he went to the postseason a few times, but you had no idea he was going to be an NBA championship-like coach. Then you have Brad Stevens come out of college and that rarely works. I mean, look what happened with Rick Pitino in the Celtics. That could have gone that way, but it didn't. And for eight years, Brad Stevens, for the most part, made that team a contender. I have no idea if Aime Udoka is going to have the same type of success, but I have some faith that that can happen. I mean, they have Jason Tatum, who scored 60 points in a game. He scored 50 points in the game. He can score the ball at will, and Jalen Brown had his best season last year, so if you bring back those two guys and move around some pieces and have a better bench, this team should easily be a top four seed in the Eastern Conference next season. Then you have the Portland Trail Blazers hiring Chauncey Billups, who has never been an NBA head coach. Yes, he's Mr. Big Shot 
shot. He's won an NBA championship as a player. He has a lot of respect. He's been an NBA analyst over the years. I have no idea if he's going to end up being a good enough head coach, but this seems to be a hire to please Dame Lillard, their star player, who a lot of people are speculating is close to wanting to leave that team. I mean, the rumors are Dame Lillard would like to be with the New York Knicks or he'd like to be with a team that is contending for a title. I mean, for too long, the Portland Trailblazers have stayed the same type of team. They are that team that overachieves in the regular season, but then comes up quite a bit short in the postseason. Yes, they made the Western Conference Finals that one year, but they have not been as good as you would think with Dame Lillard on their team. And him and CJ McCollum are a really good duo, but I would break that duo up. If you really want to change what's happening in Portland, that team should trade away CJ McCollum and try to pair Dame Lillard with someone else because that duo, while really good in the regular season, doesn't quite live up to the hype in the postseason. And if the Trailblazers trade Lillard away, they are hitting the reset button. That would be a full-on rebuild. So I kind of find it hard to believe that Chauncey Billups would go to the Portland Trailblazers knowing it's a rebuild. Like, when these teams hire a guy who's never coached before, it's usually to coach superstar players. You've seen that with Nash and the Nets. You've seen it with Steve Kerr and the Warriors. Like, you usually don't hire that kind of coach for a full-on rebuild. So I think Dame Lillard will be a trailblazer for at least next year. But if this doesn't work out in year one, I could easily see Dame Lillard off the Portland Trailblazers by next offseason. And there will be plenty of suitors who would want Dame Lillard. The Lakers should probably be interested in what happens with Dame Lillard. I mean, could you imagine a trio of LeBron James, Dame Lillard, and Anthony Davis? The Clippers should be in on Dame Lillard. You have Kawhi Leonard. You have Paul George. Pair them with another superstar player. And then the New York Knicks, who are without a superstar. Yes, they have Julius Randle, but add him with Dame Lillard. And now you're talking about the New York Knicks as one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. I mean, some Celtics fans are talking about Dame Lillard and wanting him to be a Celtic. I'm sorry, the Celtics have been there and done that with these star point guards. You've had Isaiah Thomas, you've had Kemba Walker, and you've had Kyrie Irving. I'm done with the star point guard. I think this team needs needs to become Jason Tatum's team. And the only star guard I would want to join the Boston Celtics at this point is Bradley Beal. Not a point guard. I would want a pure scorer. And I know Dame Lillard is a scorer, but I would rather choose Bradley Beal because of his age. I don't want another aging star point guard on the Boston Celtics. The minute that they trade for Dame Lillard, he would probably end up having some injury issues. That's just where I'm at as a Boston Celtics fan. Then you have the two teams that hired two retreads head coaches. First, with the Dallas Mavericks, they hired Jason Kidd, who has already had two chances to be a head coach in the NBA with the Nets and with the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Nets thing was a full-on disaster. His biggest moment as the coach of the Nets was spilling that water next to that referee. He was coaching a team that was stacked with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Joe Johnson, Darren Williams. That team was not successful. Then he went to the Milwaukee Bucks and 
and he had Giannis Antetokounmpo, and it wasn't until after Jason Kidd left the team that Giannis became a two-time MVP. I don't understand the Jason Kidd hype. Remember when he was hired as an assistant coach for the Lakers, and they were talking about him replacing Frank Vogel? Vogel was the one who won a championship with the Lakers. I don't buy Jason Kidd as a very good head coach. I think he is getting these jobs because he is a big, splashy name. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best passing point guards of all time. He was Mr. Triple Double. It's a good hire. We'll talk about it when you do it, but I don't have faith in Jason Kidd becoming a very good head coach. He wasn't. Yes, he can coach you to the postseason, but I don't think you can win an NBA championship with Jason Kidd as your head coach unless your team is completely stacked. And the Dallas Mavericks at this point are not completely stacked. They have Luka Doncic and they have Kristaps Porzingis, but I don't necessarily like the direction where the Dallas Mavericks are headed right now. I mean, they just hired, what, a Nike executive to be their general manager? I think the Dallas Mavericks are going in the opposite direction since winning that championship with Dirk Nowitzki. They have not done what you need to do. They need to attract and sign a star player to go along with Doncic and Porzingis. That's the direction the team needs to go. Porzingis might be enough. Maybe they need to trade him, but Luka Doncic, to keep him happy, bring in another superstar player. I mean, I get it. Jason Kidd has a great history with the organization. He won Rookie of the Year there. He won a championship there as a player. He is a Hall of Famer. He's an all-time great. I don't think Jason Kidd works as a head coach in the NBA. Maybe he proves me wrong, but I find that unlikely, and I think in the next three years, they'll be looking for another head coach. And the other retread hire is one that I actually like. The Indiana Pacers signed Rick Carlisle to be their head coach. He's coached in Indiana before. He's coming off coaching the Mavs for, what, 15 years? He's won a championship. He's an established coach, and that roster really underachieved last year. They have Sabonis, who's a beast, and they have Malcolm Brogdon, who is one of the best point guards in the NBA. This team should be, at the very minimum, a top five seed in the Eastern Conference next season. I mean, Sabonis is one of the best bigs in the NBA. Brogdon is one of the best two-way guards in the NBA. And then you have Miles Turner, who still has a lot of potential. He's a very good shot blocker. He can sometimes hit the three-point shot. I have faith in Rick Carlisle getting the very best out of this roster. And they were a complete disaster last season. Nobody on the team was getting along with their head coach. So now he's gone after one season. You bring in Rick Carlisle, and I think he can steady the ship. I think you could also make the counter-argument that the best thing that can come out of the Pacers hiring Rick Carlisle is that they make the postseason and then they have a first-round exit. Yes, that that sounds bad, but remember, they got rid of Nate McMillan because they thought they were more than just a team that could make the postseason. Then they got rid of him, and he's in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they're the ones who didn't even make the postseason. I think making the postseason should be good enough for the Pacers and their fans. That's where they are as a team right now. They have enough talent on that team to be consistent and quite good, but they don't have enough talent on the team to outright win an NBA championship. So that's why I think Rick Carlisle is a good head coach. Yes, he coaches the team for three or four years. They consistently make the postseason, and they become a good organization again instead of the chaotic franchise they were last year. All four of these teams I've mentioned, the Celtics, Blazers, Mavericks, and Pacers, all have one thing in common. They all think that they underachieved last year. Well, this year, we're going to find out if the coach was the problem. 
problem in all four of those spots or the roster. I think for the Celtics, the roster was the problem, not the head coach. And I know Brad Stevens wasn't fired. He's now the president. But we're going to find out if Aime Udoka is going to make all the difference for the Celtics or is it just going to be about changing that roster around. The same thing for the Pacers. We're going to find out if Dame Lillard still wants to be part of the organization going forward. I mean, this is the biggest hire of the four teams because the Pacers have a guy that everyone in the NBA wants right now. They have Dame Lillard, a top five point guard, and we've all seen this postseason what can happen if you get your hands on a point guard like him. See what's happening with Chris Paul and the Suns? The exact same thing could happen with Dame Lillard and a team in the next three or four years if he goes to a team that has nice young talent on it. He could see himself in the NBA Finals. You can't tell me that Dame Lillard is watching the playoffs right now, looking at what's going on with Chris Paul and not thinking to himself, wow, I could be in that situation myself. I really want out of Portland real fast if this doesn't work out with Chauncey Billups. And with the Mavericks, the biggest question about this hire isn't about Jason Kidd. It's about the future of Luka Doncic and Chris Porzingis. Are they a duo like Dirk and Steve Nash are? Or do they need to be broken up? Do you need to make this team all about Luka Doncic and replace Chris Porzingis with anyone? I don't know. I think Chris Porzingis is a super talented player who doesn't play enough basketball games. When he plays, he can be 2010 easily, but I don't think he plays enough. He's not reliable enough for what the Dallas Mavericks need right now. So yes, I would look into trading Kristaps Porzingis, and some team might get Porzingis for a bargain. I still think he's a very good NBA player, but when it comes down to being reliable, you can't depend on him to play 65 to 70 games a year, and that's a problem. There is no real chemistry between him and Doncic right now. And out of the four teams I've talked about, the team that I think is most going to bounce back in a big way is the Pacers. Last year, there was no reason why that roster should not have made the NBA postseason. So Bonus is one of the best big men in the NBA. He can shoot the free at a very high level. He's an excellent passer, just as good as his father. And then you have Malcolm Brogdon, one of the few point guards who's both a decent scorer and an excellent defender. With those two guys on your team, and again, you have Miles Turner, who I think Rick Carlisle can get the very best out of. I expect the Indiana Pacers to be a 45 to 50 win team next season. There is another thing that all four of these teams have in common. They all hired former NBA players as coaches. Ime Udoka, Chauncey Billups, Rick Carlisle, and Jason Kidd all played in the NBA. Some at a higher level than others, but still they all played in the NBA. And I think that's where the league is going. I'm sorry. I think we're kind of past the days of the guy who's just there for the X's and O's. I mean, look what happened with Brad Stevens and the Celtics. He was an X's and O's guy. And when he resigned, they immediately brought in a former player to replace him. Yes, it was Brad Stevens who made the hire, but I think Brad knew that he had to bring in a former player who can relate to what these guys are going through. The same thing with Billups and the Blazers. I mean, Billups at the very least is going to be able to relate to what Dame Lillard is going through. And Jason Kidd and Luka Doncic have a lot of things in common as players. They're both insanely talented guys and Jason Kidd, like Doncic, was a triple-doubles machine. Think about it this way. Kenny Atkinson was an excellent X's and O's head coach. He was a very reliable guy. The Nets immediately got rid of him and who did they bring in? 
Steve Nash because Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant wanted somebody that they respected. They respect Steve Nash. He is on their level. He is a Hall of Fame player, one of the best passers of all time, one of the best point guards of all time. Kevin Durant wanted to be coached by somebody he respected on a level and the only guy that could be is a former player. I think that's where the NBA is headed. More former players as coaches. Currently, there are 12 former players who are now head coaches in the NBA, and I think in the years to come, that number is going to skyrocket to more than half because these guys want to be coached by guys they relate to. I mean, the Clippers with Tyron Lue, he's not a star like Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, but he can relate to them. I don't think they want to be coached by the guy who's the master of the X's and O's. Yes, you'll always have those guys like Nick Nurse, Quinn Snyder, Mike Boonholzer, Eric Spolster, who are excellent X's and O's guys, but now more and more as the players dominate what happens around the league, they are going to choose former players to be their head coaches. There are going to be more guys like Chauncey Billups, Steve Nash, and Jason Kidd than there are the Brad Stevens of the world. I think that's the new reality for the better and for the worse. I think the teams themselves are loving it because they get to make these splashy hires. I mean, think about these are Hall of Fame caliber players becoming head coaches. And back in the day, you only saw that with guys like Larry Bird every once in a while. But right now, you currently have Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, two of the top 10 point guards of all time, being head coaches in the NBA and one of the most clutch players of all time in Chauncey Billups coaching an NBA team. You would have never seen that in the 80s or 90s. The league was not coached by that kind of high caliber guys. They were coached by lesser known guys like Pat Riley and Phil Jackson, but now you get to name these Hall of Fame guys as coaches and you get to make a big deal about it. It's like signing a huge free agent. Steve Nash coaching the Nets came out of nowhere and it was the talk of the town. These are the type of guys who are going to continue to get jobs in the NBA because it creates interest and it's exactly what the players on these teams want. They want to be surrounded by former players they respect more so than the X's and O's guy who can help them win a few more games or two. I mean, they don't care. They want to be surrounded by these guys. Steve Nash can relate to Kevin Durant in a way that these other coaching candidates cannot, in a way that Kenny Atkinson can never because he's experienced being a star in the NBA. Jason Kidd is going to be able to relate to Luka Doncic in a way that Rick Carlisle could not. Even though Rick Carlisle is a former player, he wasn't a player on the caliber of Doncic like Jason Kidd was. Let's wrap this up by talking about the teams that are still in need of a new head coach. And those teams include the Wizards, the Magic, and the New Orleans Pelicans. I think the best job of the three is the Wizards. You have Bradley Beal, you have Russell Westbrook. I think the Magic are an all-time low, and I think it's the reason why Penny Hardaway, who was a legend with the Magic, does not want to leave his job at Memphis State and coach the Magics because they have absolutely no good players on that roster. Nikola Vucevic is gone, Aaron Gordon is gone, and Evan Fournier is gone. And then with the Pelicans, you can talk about all you want about how great it's going to be to coach Zion Williamson, but you have to ask yourself, is there real good talent around him right now? I mean, the team might be losing Lonzo Ball because he's going to get a massive contract offer from some team, and are the Pelicans going to be willing to sign them? I would be hesitant to take that job. That job has gone 
gone through so many guys lately. Monty Williams, Alvin Gentry, Stan Van Gundy. They are not a good landing spot for a head coach right now. So I think the Washington Wizards is the best available job out there right now. And I think a guy like Sam Cassell makes all the sense in the world. He's another guy. He's an NBA champion with the Houston Rockets and the Boston Celtics. Sam Cassell deserves a head coaching job in the NBA. He's another big name that a lot of guys will respect. And that's where I think the head coaching position is going. It's going to be these former players that these guys respect. And I think some of them will turn out to be very good head coaches in the NBA. Well, others are just there because of their big name and they will ultimately end up somewhere else. Not all of these hires will end up being very good, but some of them will be just what the doctor ordered for these teams. I hope the Celtics bounce back. I hope the Dallas Mavericks become a consistent team like they were last decade. I hope the Trailblazers keep Dame Lillard and I hope the Pacers live up to their potential. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.